ready for some football? You are now listening to Down South Football Podcast. You take some time to have a little bit of mourning because we are officially at the halfway point of the season. It don't feel like it, but we're going to enjoy what we got. Man, we might as well, man. We might as well get into it, man. Look, man. Look, look, look. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on now, man. Look, man. Look, 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 man. look, look, look here, son. Look at here. Look hey, here. Hey, hey, hey. I'm fighting the goddamn Clemson Tigers. Well, hold on. Week, hold man. on. Well, look at here. Before we even get to that, look, this is going to be a feisty show. I'm gonna it's going to be a little look, feisty. Let me go and tell y'all who, who, who you talking to. You are listening to Down South Football Podcast. You can reach the show on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. At DSL Podcast. This is your boy, Renard Williams. Y'all can hit me up on Twitter at Renard D. Williams. Now, before I was rudely interrupted. I didn't really interrupt you, man. You know, it's, it's, it's almost a borderline. Thing. It's almost a borderline hate week, but you know what I'm saying? I'm going to go ahead and let my, my co Oh, okay, here we go. See, nobody. You know, y'all let me know if y'all know any other show where you can't even give the co host <laughs> his proper goddamn introduction. Okay? I'm just trying to give the man his props. You know what I'm saying? I have music and stuff that I'd be ready to play for him, but I can't do it. He won't let me do it. So you know what? Introduce yourself. <laughs> this your man, man. I am DJ Double Dose, man. Y'all already know what the time it is, man. Look, man, we done had a nice little bye. I done enjoyed a holy union of DJ last weekend with Naya and Kevin, man. Shout out to the beautiful couple. I enjoyed y'all. I enjoyed y'all so much, man. The wedding was amazing. You know what I'm saying? But this your main man, I am DJ Double Dose. Y'all know what we doing this week, man. We got them Clemson Tigers. We got Kendall Bryles going up against Brent Valuables, Venerables, whatever the hell you want to call his name. His name is Venerables. It's too. valuable to me. Wholesale, whatever you want to call him. He ain't wholesale when he play y'all. That's all right. He got a, he got something else to deal with right now. He got to deal with Kendall. You know, confidence he ain't on, dealing with Willie T. He a, ain't dealing with Jimbo. Confidence on a Tuesday afternoon. Shoulders a mofo. <laughs> It talked to me Saturday afternoon. I'm gonna still be talking, but you know, <laughs> yeah, but you might have some look in your hand or something. Oh, 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 that starts early. Soothe the pain. <laughs> but you already know, man. This your boy, I am DJ Double Dose, and you know, we could not do this show. Look, look, people, we couldn't do this show, especially not this week, without making sure we bring in all the proper people. So I'm gonna go ahead and kick it to who else is in the building. It's your boy C Tuck, Chauncey Tuck. Back in it again. Yeah, yeah. It, 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 it was a good week though. I mean, but we'll get into that later. But you know, you can follow me at Chauncey Tuck on Twitter and Instagram. And also don't forget Cooster Boy Representative. Follow us at Highway Twenty Two East. And don't forget to follow the Mayo and Tuck uh uh, YouTube channel. Yeah, time for you. Wait, get, y'all give away some free shoes size 11 and a half. Yeah, I, I know. We, we we working on it. We 11 on and a half. We still, <laughs> we still working on that Nike deal. I'll take it in Jordan. <laughs> <laughs> well, y'all keep on working on it. But this, but this past week, oh, man. I'm not going to say it was a dull week because no. it, was, it, was, it was very – the games that we got was very exciting. Mm-hmm. So we're going to go ahead and just go ahead and start and Some of y'all were really bored because some of y'all really had a lot to say. A lot to say. And y'all actually watched some games that we know y'all typically don't watch. But we're going to get into all that. Let's go ahead and just go and lead this thing right on off with mm-hmm. them bear cats. <sighs> the bear cats. I like to thank myself for patting myself on the back for picking the bear cats. The bear cats. Did did they take did they take down a small giant? That's right, you, you that's Ooh. right, damn you see a small Ooh. giant, Ooh. small tiny troll type not not hey you see up all I can tell you is <laughs> look here. I can't even talk about I can't moment. even talk about smiling. <laughs> okay. I told you when you keep stepping up to the big leagues, you step into the big leagues, mm. it mm. ain't the same. Nope. It ain't the same. That y'all and y'all want to come to the SEC? Y'all want to come to the ACC? Mm-hmm. Now, look, I respect Cincinnati because Cincinnati has a really good team. Like I said last week, they hey, had a good team. They took down UCLA. And they, t- they took down you know, UCLA, and then and they mm-hmm. had a good game plan against UCF. I'm not here to, to bash your UCF, but, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. it's just, you know, mm-hmm. hey, when you on top, when you're trying to be on top, when you got the target on your back, sometimes you they don't They haven't lost in their conference in a while either. No, they haven't. But, it, you know. You know, but you know when you got somebody that's sitting around there seeing you doing all your Disney and your and your parades and your you know your flyers and your flying stuff by games, you know, sometimes people that's in your own backyard take offense to it more than the people nationally. And Cincinnati just been sitting back quiet 
and watching. Great job, Luke Fickle. Luke Fickle has that has that uh, program turned around. That'll be uh, a topic do, for another day, but he might not be there too long. He might not doing <laughs> doing good things. But you know, on on a, on a real note, it was really a good game, and uh, it came down to like at the end and. Um, I, I I ain't gonna lie to y'all. I thought UCL was gonna get that ball back, and I thought they all said they about to pull it off again. No, <laughs> no, no. they didn't. So you know, <laughs> we gonna we gonna uh, we just definitely had to check on that. You know, talk about that for a minute. Cincinnati, no doubt. great win, four and one, one and zero. UCF, I think your run. I'm not gonna say no, your run is over. over. It's nowhere near. But over. I'm talking about on this national stage. Yeah, they'll just go back to being, you know. Doing what they do in the conference, and nobody's gonna. I'm not gonna say that either because it. Central Florida has a lot of athletes. They have a lot of talented right. football players. I mean, did, I mean you're right because you know when you're talking about Florida, you know, and they can get some of those cats from Florida. So I mean, even they three stars are still gonna be decent. But all I'm gonna tell the fans of the Golden Knights is. <laughs> Call me roll, okay. That, that that be humble. You know, when Florida asks you to play a home and home, take it. That's all I'm saying. We get we y'all ask for us to start playing y'all, okay. So Florida wanted to give y'all a home and home. Y'all said no. Y'all ain't y'all y'all have no room to negotiate. First of all, you play at what is it, I think now Spectrum Stadium. It only holds like fifty thousand people. I mean. That's half the that's half of Florida's field. What all I'm saying is you need to go, you know, Woosah, calm down just a little bit. And and just be respectful. That's all I'm saying. Well, that's all we want you to do, UCF. Just you know, just just take Friday night as a learning lesson to just be humble. That's all. I tell you what. Just though, be humble. I tell you what. I much rather watch UCF. Then watch that crap I watched Saturday morning. Let's move on to this Michigan game. Oh, the oh, wake me up because I was wondering but, was I gonna you know? Bruh, what what I got some doing? good sleep. I mean, you know, ten to three. I thought they said Shea was gonna be fixed. An hour, hour, y'all, y'all kind of gave it away. Y'all had all the opportunities in the world. I give now Michigan. I give you credit for winning the game, but you cannot. <laughs> think this is going to continue as a, as a form of success down the line. But this I'm going to tell you what's going to happen. This is looking bad, No, man. no. I'm going to tell you what's going to happen. Watch and see. Because this is what Michigan do. They're going to look up and be like 10-1 and one <laughs> or 9-2. and two. And he, Harbaugh going to have another 10-win season. And then they're going to be back in the top 10 in the preseason next year. I, I, I don't – I mean, I ain't got that much stock in the Penn State. But I'm just saying, man, I just don't – you know, I just don't see them getting out of Penn State. Okay. I don't see them if getting away from Penn that. Penn State, okay, they got Illinois. They go to Illinois. They play Notre Dame. That might be an L. They play Maryland, Michigan State, Indiana, and Ohio State. Mm. So they'll they'll probably finish what eight and three, nine and three. Nine and three, probably yeah. may probably win the bowl and game. Ten, another ten win season. That's right. a successful season for but, most people. But you also, yeah, like Notre Dame might flop up too. You never know what Notre Dame you're going to get. Um, so it's a not how, you can't fire. I mean, you can, but they're not going to fire a nine win coach. You know what I'm saying? Especially due to the fact that if it's Michigan. Uh, I mean, that game was just horrible. I, I think I turned it as like the first quarter. <laughs> I turned it as like the Bro, first. I watched quarter. it. And there was a time where I I can't remember the, the the actual sequence, but it was like they was about to make some leeway, and then they got like three penalties back to back to back, and I was like, you know what? No, I I can't, I can't. Like they 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 just kept on shooting themselves in the foot. And I don't know if it's you know the uh, the the coaching staff or. They they, 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 have, they do have a new offensive coordinator. So, Gattis. but but I mean, they still should they should have been a little bit decent. It's like they're not disciplined, and you know, Harbaugh is a big, big person on discipline. Like you said, those three flags back to back. I was like, well, we watching you know we watching high school and junior elementary games now because this was I, I don't know. I mean, Michigan can't – I just don't see the University of Michigan firing Jim Harbaugh. I don't necessarily see him firing. I'm just saying, like, you know, it's one of those things, like, he's going to pull something out to where it's, like, uh, it's a 10-win season. I, I, I'm going to be honest with you. If I think something happened, I think it's going to be him. 
it's gonna be him stepping away and just, saying, you know saying, what, just saying, I don't I'm, think I'm I can done do with this. it. Yeah, I, I don't think I can do this, and you know, and just kind of moving on from there. I mean, I, I think. I think it's more so this is probably one of the times in a while. I mean, we've always said that Michigan was going to be, you know, they've been going back and forth with Ohio State or whatever. But this was kind of like the first time where everybody was really like, okay, this is it. And these expectations, it's like they are not doing good with dealing with these expectations at all. And I really don't know what's missing. I think that's my big thing. I'm not 100% sure what's missing, but it's definitely not clicking not there. I mean the defense is still solid but that yeah. offense just can't they just can't get out Wait, of their you know own what? way. The offense should be so much better cuz they have so much they have weapons. They can't get out of their own way. And they, I think they, that they that's have ultimately some good weapons out there. Yeah. And I just figured that the offense would be much better than what it is. But hey, Michigan, you won the game. Let's move on. Let's move on man to a game that I had to do a double take. Uh that's Oklahoma and Kansas. I turned and I'd be damned. If it hey was seven nothing Kansas. Hey, hey man, look, say whatever y'all want to say about the old ball. Look, look, about hat. Say whatever you want to say about the hat. I have a lot to say about the hat. I'm just saying, man. He got them folks in Kansas believing. But they had they had a couple like Puka Williams Jr., the running back for Kansas. He mm-hmm. was he was a beast last year. They, so, you know, they had some, I ain't gonna say they had a few talented, but it just caught me by surprise. Oklahoma seemed to be not sleepwalking. They just seemed to be kind of in a looking looking ahead. Maybe that's what it was. I mean, they they got Texas next week. I mean, I'm gonna go this week, brother. They wasn't looking forward towards Texas, so you I, just think that Kansas just outplayed them? Yeah, because they just jumped on them. I mean, they thought you know Oklahoma thought that them Oklahoma thought those boys were soft, and they were gonna come out there and just go ahead and manhandle them. But you know, they came out. You know, Kansas was like, oh. I mean, Oklahoma's like, oh, these boys are really hidden. I mean, we, we got a game, so we might want to turn it up a little bit. And it was an 11 o'clock kick. They probably still sleeping. Oklahoma is not the, you know, it, it, it is a little, it was in Kansas, so it's a little jump. So, I mean, it was a lot of factors in towards well, them. Neither, neither Oklahoma nor Texas looked like they was either focused on their game this no, week. No, 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 no. Give West Virginia credit, give Kansas credit, but I, I it was obvious. Yeah, I mean, they both were looking for it. I mean, because West Virginia, what uh, they're not doing too good with Neil Brown. I mean, Neil Brown got to get his players in the system right. too. Because Dana left. I mean, Dana left some athletes there. But yeah, he, he did. He didn't leave no. No. I mean, no. but West Virginia needs to get out the Big Twelve. Yeah, uh, I mean, honestly. Well, the thing is, if they if they leave, then they're gonna be still looking for another team before they can have a what a de facto. Well, I don't know. They they, they still have the game, but it's right. They, they need to even it up. Well. I say you know, I take West Virginia in the ACC. I take them. I would. I, I, I can see. I take them. Yeah, they were, but I take. I take them. Put them in the coastal. It'll make the coastal more interesting. Because <laughs> I mean, it'll, it'll make the coastal more interesting. I mean, you throw throw another squad over there that can recruit. I mean, you know, it'll make the coastal more interesting. Speaking of games that had interesting beginnings, um, speaking of teams that had to wake up from Georgia Bulldogs. <laughs> hey man, look. they looked. I said. I did that say fourteen to ten? Tennessee, Tennessee. That was. I ten- give Tennessee Tennessee credit. They they came out for a little bit with yep. the uh with the new with the uh with the with the other with the replacement quarterback. Damn, they been, they bench Guantanamo Bay, man. I guess they I guess we've seen enough of that movie, and it was time for him to go. The movie is over with, sir. It, when they put Brian Maury in, 14 to 28, 259 yards, two touchdowns. But the two touchdowns he threw was, I mean, they, I mean, he looked, he looked the part. He looked legit. 10 7 at the end of the first quarter, man. That was their Super Bowl, man. We were 14 10, though. I'm just saying, man. Hey, Tennessee, we don't think you're improving, but that was a positive. I mean, that, that was, that was, you, you showed some fight. I mean, you, you, you pinched. I mean, you didn't. Throw a jab, but you did a pinch, I guess. Tennessee. Yeah, but you know, in the end, we talking forty three fourteen. George did the thing. Fromm was efficient against twenty four twenty nine, two hundred eighty eight yards. I still have severe questions about their passing game. Yes, very severe, and it's not because of Fromm. I don't know what it is. Maybe it's just the receivers that they got. Where's it's not getting open. Pickens, he's he he was there. I watched up. I got I saw a couple passes getting thrown his way, but I don't. He's not that every down receiver right now that they need. Because yeah. they, because they're relying on what's his name to transfer. Uh, uh, good God, I might have know it. No, 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 no. They're relying on. Uh, 
Kager. Kater, yeah, that's it. Yeah, Kager. Kager. From, from uh from from Miami. Yeah. You know. Okay, but see, still though, I mean, this guy is a top five prospect. I mean, he's a five star prospect. I mean, we, they're looking for him to do big stuff. For, I mean, look, look what Seth Williams did in his freshman year. They they was they was going to him. I mean, it's not like he didn't catch a touchdown. But I don't know. I don't know what the game plan is. I don't know what was going on. But I mean, he caught three passes, twenty three yards, and he had one that got broken up in the end zone. Right. Well, I kind of felt like he could have fought for, for a little bit yeah, more, yeah. Like, just a little bit more. But at the same time, you know, I understand what was going on. And but like people like Demetrius Robinson, a five star that then transferred like thirty times. <laughs> you know, it's like. You you would think you know it's your time to shine. Yeah, I mean, I, all I'm saying is they their passing game. It, that's it leaves a lot to be desired. Because if you're gonna if you're gonna box up Georgia, you can box them up and then make Fromm throw the ball and not have to be efficient. Especially when you get to a team like Alabama and they play like man up and they play man press and then you gonna what you gonna do then? Even right now with the way that, you know, we're going to get on that in just a second. Even right now with the way that Florida look, if they think they're going to go into the game plan against Florida and just run the ball a thousand times, that might not work out too good for them either. So. And, I, and I know that they have one of the best offensive lines in the country. Yeah, but, so it damn sure ain't that. Florida has has a good defensive line. So it's not like you can just – I don't know. I, it's just something missing about that team right now. I know that, and, and I don't. And I don't think we can put our finger on. I'm sure Georgia fans would love to chime in and let us know, because you know, because I would love to hear from you to tell us what the hell, how the hell y'all feeling about what's going on. But you know, again, like you said, four to three, fourteen, ain't much you can complain about that. Another victory in the SEC East, keeping it pushing, keeping it pushing. Now, this team is is a team that some people are calling the number one team in the country. Uh, I watched the game too, Ohio State versus Michigan State. Um, I mean, are they getting it? Are they finally getting it? Are they finally getting to realize, like, look, man, every week we got to play? Like, I don't know yet. The Michigan State one kind of got me. Maybe they, maybe they might be, you know, that because they didn't let no, they damn sure didn't let Nebraska touch them. And Michigan State, obviously, you know, same tradition with D'Antonio, you know, or defense, whatever. You know, and they still look solid. They still like a, no, they look like a top five team. They look like a top five team. I will get them that. I can't say consistent number one because I hate when saying a team is number one. But the biggest thing is when you're looking at it, um, you have the fact that what is Ohio State going to prove by going through the Big Ten schedule? And see, that's going to be the issue. So it's going to be some well, people think they're number one and what they have done, but what have they proven? While they're going through the Big Ten schedule, because Michigan has fallen off, maybe mm-hmm. the game with Penn State coming up, right? You know, if Penn State is actually real, which we're not sure about that either. And it's like, you know, do they have Wisconsin? No, that's they don't play Wisconsin. Not in the regular not, season. Not regular season, but it's like they do. They oh, oh, okay, they do. Okay, well, that that'll be that'll be it. That'll be a good one, but I don't I don't know about Wisconsin right now. I mean, I think I think my thing with Ohio State is just to your point is the Big Ten may be down. It, it may be down or it may be whatever it is. It's a matter of if they continue to dominate. Right. That's the thing. Like if now if they start like those games that we're talking about that's left or they start kind of, you know, looking like, all right, they only won by a field goal or, you know, it was it was a controversial but, call here, controversial call there. If they continue to dominate. Well, let me ask you this question. Now, I'm going to throw a question out to the, to to the, the group. Okay. Because, I mean, we talk about the games and stuff like that. Is your definition of a number one team somebody that has to dominate all the time? In Ohio State's case, I think so. Because we know their history. Now, right. maybe with an SEC team, whether it's Bama, whether it's Georgia, we may not feel that way because we know how hard the, the SEC is. But with somebody like Ohio State, knowing how they but, done crapped the bed all he, these years. But here's my thing, though. We're talking about 2019. Can we really hold – that pass, and I know it's going to be in back of some people's right. heads, but but you know it's sub it's subconscious. Right. But can we really? Hold, I, I'm looking at it right now, like I I've never been a big proponent of this team has to be number one. You know, my thing is if they number one, let them like the whole Clemson thing. Yeah, they didn't look great, they didn't look good, but guess what? They won a national championship and they still undefeated. Okay, because um, in the end, it's going it's going to be yeah. but the college, once the college football playoff come out. That's what's gonna be the that, determinant. That, that, that's the only main. Issue. That's the only one that, that matters. That's so this, one, this, right. That, that's the main. That, that's the main poll. Okay. So, 
Ohio State, for example, they uh they have played number twenty five Michigan State. Okay, that's what exactly. Were they really twenty five? Was they really twenty five? It was three to zero going into the second quarter. Right, and they exploded. And they exploded. They struggled a little bit in the first in the first quarter. They scored twenty four in the second. Right, so they took off. All right, let's look at their upcoming schedule. Northwestern, they should have a problem. Northwestern win uh, this week. Should it should be? That's a win. Right. So, oh, I'm sorry. It's next week. They got a bye week this week. So they got Wisconsin at home. Now that's an interesting game. That that but that game is is in is it's, it's in, Ohio State. It's, okay, it's, horseshoe. It's, yeah. it's at the horseshoe. Then again, I, I would definitely favor Ohio State. Again, Penn State is at the horseshoe. I would favor them. Yeah, it is like it's a good. That's the game before Michigan. Michigan. Now, would they if Michigan keeps winning? Would they think Ohio State will look forward toward that game? You know, they'll look ahead because that's a, that's a. I mean, in Big Ten standards, that's kind of a that's a double whammy. I mean, you you don't have a bye week. You got to play Penn State and turn around and play Michigan. I mean, kind of sort of those are kind of both of those are rival games. That's like Auburn playing Georgia, Alabama, bad to back. Without the without without a like a uh, like a cupcake in between, so is there a possibility for them to slip up? Yeah, but you're going to favor them in every game. I, I, for them to dominate, I don't think they're they're not going to dominate against Wisconsin because they're a run heavy team. They're going to run that clock. They're going to run. They're going to run that clock. They're not. Ohio State's not going to have that many opportunities to score. They're going to slow that game down. So. If the, let's say if if Ohio State came out like they did against Michigan State, they're gonna have, they're gonna be in some trouble. That I mean, okay. they, I think they would have to dominate though. I think the two that if if we want to talk about how I say we can leave it alone, where anybody would have a cause to pause or worry would be the Northwestern game in Maryland. If they look kind of like. Eh, you know what I'm saying? That's when people to start worrying. I think that even if, like you said. Wisconsin or Penn State, if they were to slip up right there, I don't think it would be, you know, the end of the world. Everybody would be like, okay, that was a top, you know, whatever, you know, a top 10 opponent, you know what I'm saying? But that Northwestern and that Maryland game, especially especially with that Maryland game, that, that would be the one where you kind of be like, okay, now nah, you can't be struggling right here. So you good. Yeah, I mean, I, I was just wondering, and that, that question just kind of came to my mind because it's like we spend so much time on who's number one. And, it really, and, I, and, I, and I thought about it one day, like, it really don't matter because it don't matter what we think or the AP voters think. It's going to matter what that first four from them, the college Them folks in that hotel room when they right. <laughs> <laughs> they come up with they come up with their logic that none of us but, quite understand. But before we go to break, I'm breaking the script here just a little bit. Okay, go ahead. What you got, brother? There's, you got? there's, there's a few things on my mind. Okay. Shoot. I'd like to read this tweet <clears throat> that I'm going to have to address from Texas Takeover. Jalen Hurts is a smug, arrogant clown. When asked about Texas, Oklahoma, he said, quote, I play in the Iron Bowl. I think I'll be just fine. Well, the Texas Takeover guy goes and says, what a joke. Texas OU and Michigan Ohio State have the most ranked versus ranked matchups in college football history. Iron Bowl doesn't come close. <laughs> Jalen in for a rude awakening. Now, before any of y'all comment on this, let me let me get my comments out here to Mr. You Texas. sure? I about to say, I know you got a lot to say on Mr. This. Texas dumbass takeover. Takeover. At yeah. us. You got DSM hey, podcast. Hey, hey, you can at me. The hell is at in the show. At me. Take at over. Renard D. Me too. At Renard D. Partner. Williams. I'm right here. And I'm and I'm none SEC affiliated, and me, I'll even stand up with this one. <laughs> let me talk to you about this man that you didn't call smug and arrogant. This man has played in every big game, every big he venue. Not one. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. No, let me. I I got to get this out. In several college football national championships, in several. SEC championships while your sorry ass team sit at home hoping for a goddamn holiday bowl bid. While you talking about the Texas tradition, the Texas OU tradition, I don't want to hear that. That man has played in games that has decided national championships. Well, mm-hmm. all the pressure is on him. Everybody know the Red River rivalry is a good game. 
It's sure. a big game. It's sure. a big game for other people that have not played in national championships. They have not played in SEC championships. Mm-hmm. You should apologize to Jalen Hurts because guess what? You what this man has been through. He's not being smug. He's just about his business right now. He's about proving who he is and proving what he was. And let me get to this other point that you got about this <coughs> rank versus rank matchup. Oh, God. I it, could give two shits about o- your rank versus rank in matchup. October. In the last decade, I think there have been more national championship implicating, implicating Iron Bowls than it has been anything that has to do with Texas and OU. Your Texas OU game has decided mostly Big 12. That's it. A conference that they didn't really have a championship game till a couple years ago. Now, look, y'all have swim in the cesspool of misery for 20 plus years. You still cheer Vince Young just like like, like he he won the championship last year. But guess what? You ain't done nothing to be on no national stage. You're just now coming back. Every time you get an eight win season, somebody's screaming, Texas is back. And then you're arrogant about what you've done. Y'all took so much pleasure in beating Georgia last year. Georgia didn't even have all their people. And it ain't even about that. But you're going to write this. <laughs> you just showed your ignorance and your hatred towards the SEC yeah. and toward Jalen Hurts and towards Alabama. Talking about he's in for a rude awakening. Now, I just want you to answer me one question, Mr. Texas Takeover 05, or whatever your damn Twitter handle is. Oh, are we going we gonna to tweet the show to you? All too. I want to know is. You, all brother. I want to know is. What game you think he's going to see on Saturday? What environment you think you're going to see on Saturday that he has not already seen? That's my only question to you. Tell answer. me. He can't Tell me. Nope. But see, I get it, though. I get it. You know, how, you know why I get it, Ben? Why? Because for Texas, this is their biggest game of the year. It is. It ain't nothing else after this. I mean, you know, they got a rest of the schedule, but it ain't nothing else after this. See, the Iron Bowl is big. He was just comparing the Iron Bowl. He, didn't, he just felt like he didn't have to say he was comparing because it, it was a rivalry game. Mm-hmm. But he didn't feel like he had to say, I played in the SEC championships. I played in college football championships. I've led a team on a crucial drive where I did my part in the end. I mean, my thing is, like we said, and we talked about it off camera, look, at the end of the day, man, this man has played in national championships. This man, look, and y'all know it's it's hard for me to give Bama any credit, but right now it ain't about this about football. This man literally led a drive. The lad, when he walked off the field, the last thing that he did was score a touchdown. Now, it went into the defense's hands, and we all know what happened after that. But let's just be clear. This kid has played in national championships games. This man came in for two in the, the one of the probably one of the biggest games going last year. He comes in for whatever you want to call two. He comes in for this man and he saves the damn day. And he pulls that. There's no bigger magnitude than that. And you really trying to compare? Yes. The real, real yes. shootout. Now, I, and the stuff I just named ain't had nothing to do with the Iron Bowl. Right. Th- that's just the other stuff that's on his resume. But not to mention the Iron Bowl that has had implications. They had to get past that to even get to these other games that I'm speaking of. But my biggest thing is like, like, come on, dude. You talking about he's a smug, arrogant clown. No, you the goddamn clown. For sure. You the clown. And I'm going to tell you why you the clown. Jalen Hurst has just taken on the personality of his former coach. That's it. I'm about business. We trying to get better every week. That's it. And that's all he trying to do. And I don't understand why you, Mr. Texas Take On, you all over the internet because everybody's been retweeting and, and quoting you and saying the same thing. Yeah. What in the hell are you wrong with you? And what are you talking about? How is he smug and arrogant because he ain't talking? Right. As of right now, as of right now, he has over 1,400 retweets. And this is what I'm going to say. Auburn fans, Oklahoma fans, and Alabama fans are on right, the same page. Are all on the same page. Kick their ass, Jalen. Yeah. I mean, Jalen, just <laughs> Jalen. I know you're from Texas, and I don't know what what you what, what you had with them or whatnot, but just go to work on these boys, man. And you know, everybody is pulling for Jalen because because the, the the kid and he's a hard worker and he's a winner. You, you you can't deny his hard work. And all he does is go about his business. But for this this ass clown, Texas Takeover 05, to, you know, come out of him like because he said something. And then he didn't even he didn't even say his whole 
think what he said. I said I've been in bigger. I have been in bigger games. I mean, I've been in the Iron Bowl, but this is a this is a historical rivalry. He did keep saying like he did try to give credit to the rivalry. All he was just giving it was a little bit of oomph to himself for a change. To say, hey, it ain't nothing. It's another game. I know how to approach this. But for you to come out here on Twitter and try to get a little, you know, credibility or whatever, that's just lame, bro. Uh, it is super bro, like you, you attacking the wrong one, man. Like for real, like don't don't attack Jayla, man. And now, then now, now look, we gonna go ahead and we gonna go ahead and wrap right here on this. But we just want to let y'all know, man. Look, you know, at the end of the day, you know, we we love football on the show. And it don't matter whether it's you know whatever we all got our allegiances, but you know we gonna love football on this show. And like and like Tuck just said, man, Jalen just go about his business, dog. And if you find offense to that, don't worry about it. He gonna take care of business on Saturday. So you know, salute Jalen, man. We gonna pay some bills, man, and we'll be back in a minute. Man, we are back. We are back, people. We are back. Now, I know y'all listened to the first part of the show, and y'all was like, damn, we ain't heard nothing about them Gators, and we ain't heard nothing about them Auburn Tigers. Well, we want to do something a little different, you know what I'm saying, this week. I want to make sure we got some talking points out of the way, because as y'all know, DJ Double Dose ain't got nothing to do with this segment right here, because at the end of the day, y'all know how I feel about them Gators and I already know. So I'm going to go ahead and swing this microphone and let Mr. Renard and Mr. Tuck tell us how they feel about or their reactions from what happened in the swamp. Take it away, Tuck. Tuck, you got it. Well, thank you, Renard. Mm-hmm. To everybody out there and to Jesus who's the head of my life. <laughs> 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 wow! Uh, first and foremost, um, <laughs> we need this, this. This is the thing. I need every Auburn fan out there to please do one thing for me, and that is calm down. Okay, we went to Florida Field, uh, Ben Hill Griffin Stadium, and. You know, the first play (laughs) kind of set the tone of the whole game for me when we missed the assignment on the block. Um, After that, I was like, okay, it's going to be a long day. Defensively, I think we did a great job, except for the – Two plays. Except for two plays. And one of them – One of them was just formation that right. I think you got to give Florida credit. Yeah, and they and they recognized it. And, you know, you can't put Brett on a slot receiver. Not on a fastest <laughs> slot receiver. Right. So, and then and then Brett made a missed tackle. Other than that, two huge plays. This game is uh, this game is real, real closer than what uh, the score – I mean, we lost by 11, y'all. We didn't lose by – you know, like twenty five and thirty points. This this was not a blowout. Uh, if you look at the stats, then it's a little bit different. But again, Bo Nix did throw three interceptions. Yes, crucial. He, it, it hurt. It hurt. He did run backwards when he was in field goal range. What in the hell? Okay, yeah. What's it, that? I don't. I I don't know. Okay, freshman. Again, he's a freshman, guys. Okay, hey, but that's the same crap you used to pull at Pennsylvania Valley too. Right, I mean that's what I was saying. I was like, oh, he's doing that Pennsylvania Valley stuff. So again, I, I would just like for all the Auburn fans. Like Florida played a great game. I mean, they, they, they what their defense played a great game. Thank you for correcting that. Yeah, because offensively, Trask is trash still. Still, I mean that doesn't change. Um, I mean his numbers are a little, you know, uh, flawed because he had an eighty-yard pass. And that really made it, his number look real, real. His numbers look real, really well. Uh, he had what? Adair Brown took the ball away from him twice. Tut hit him. He fumbled the ball. So he had three lost fumbles. Okay, okay. Like I said, Emory Jones looked good out there when they put him in, and I was worried. <laughs> I was more worried about Emory Jones than I was Trask. So anyway, the thing is, and this is, I'm, I'm going to end on this, and. 
we just need to calm down. Bo Nix is five and one as a starter quarterback for Auburn. What else do y'all want him to do? He has to get better. He has to grow. He has to get through things like this. And I know some of what some other people are gonna say about Alabama, especially Alabama fans are gonna say, Well, Jalen went undefeated. Well, Jalen didn't go to Florida Field. <laughs> Jalen played in the biggest in the biggest uh games in the in the world, but he was once you play the whole season Hold in the SEC. Hold on to okay. Let me just address that part. Everything is not apples to apples. Ooh. Jesus. Okay. Let's just be honest about this. The talent that was surrounding Jalen compared to the talent that's surrounding Bo. Bo has some talent, but Alabama always has superior talent. Right. Superior. Mm-hmm. Like you cannot compare that. I give Jalen all the credit in the world for what he did. But the talent is not the same. So the execution was not the same. Yeah. It's it's not the same. It'd be like saying, I'm gonna put Jalen Hurts on Mississippi State, and he, you think he's going undefeated? No. It, it, it's, it's all about situation. It's not always about the team that you like or the team you do. The dude had a bad game. That's it. He had a crappy game. He made some terrible decisions. If he does not overthrow Seth Williams, that's a walk-in touchdown. Then he turns around two plays later and craps the bed and, and misses the slant. It's like there was mistakes. Florida, you turned the ball over four, four times. We did not capitalize on those four opportunities that we had in the red zone. I give you credit for winning the game, but can we please stop this narrative? Y'all, y'all made less mistakes than we did. That's what it come down to. That's it. So, that, go ahead. I, like I said, I just, I just, you know, did Jalen had a, a great running game to, to lean on. It had a, a awesome defense. Also, if we. If we had an offensive line, an offensive line. If we had just just the running game, because our defense is just is just as good uh, as is seen, we can do the same thing. We could have had the same opportunities and not put Bo Nix in those they pressure put, they put situations. Bo, they put Bo Nix in some bad situations. Okay, now Bo Nix made some bad decisions. decisions right, but okay. at some point you knew that was going to happen. Exactly, it was going to he was going to have a terrible game. Okay. To address the Gus issue, Gus caught a hell of a game. We just did not execute. Now, the only problem I did have with Gus calling the game was what he didn't put Gatewood in red zone. Oh, my and, God. And third down. How many short. times we got to get stopped on third down before you got a six foot five, 252 pound quarterback on the sideline? Let him lean forward right. for a half a yard. Exactly. I mean, he did that against Texas A&M. He didn't do that against Florida. But you know, you know, one thing I I, I did see in Gus that I, I really just did not like. He tensed back up to the old Gus of where it's like, I'm gonna stick with these core players. I'm not gonna get away from that, and I'm just gonna stick to this core. Right. And, and that's just gonna be what it is. And yep. we're gonna run this. And, and I'm just like, dude, like, this, relax. Exactly. And that was, and that was his main problem. I think he he went. You know, we were talking about salty Gus and uh, the old Gus. This was sweet Gus. This was sweet Gus because he went back to doing the same crap he was doing right. as far as playing that favoritism role, and it kind of cost us. Now, I don't know what happened with Shivers either. You know, Shivers got in the fight. Uh, but they ain't had nothing to do with I was like, well, but, but why you didn't play him? Schwartz? Can we, can we send Schwartz on the go route? I mean, just once? They tried. He was double team. Okay, can we not teach Bo to look to the other side? But what or I'm have saying, a drag route behind it? But I, all they, I'm saying they, is, they said he said himself that he did not do a good job of utilizing Schwartz and utilizing some of his other weapons. Because yeah, I was like, you he sometimes Gus is so determined to run the ball. Because he, he kept saying, we just got to run the ball. I understand what you're saying. I understand a lot of your stuff is predicated off of it. You got to run the ball. I understand that. But at the same time, you got to do something to loosen that lineup, man. That's it. I mean, cause the running game wasn't doing too well. And if, as until a, they got on that long drive. Until they got on that long drive. And it was working. And then. You went away from it. We went away from it. And as we're recording this show, Booby's out for four to six weeks. <sighs> just, just. Why you have been playing DJ Williams? That's that's that that's to me it might be a blessing in disguise because DJ right. Williams was the one that you all heard like it's gonna be one A one B yep. one A gonna be Booby one B gonna be DJ you mix in some Shivers you mix in some whoever uh, Cam Martin Cam Martin whoever right. but 
DJ Williams has all the tools to be a every down back. That's what you thought. Yeah. And even at the press conference. See, I'm going to tell you how the coaches know it. See, if y'all just learn to listen to what coaches say, they'll give you all the clues. That's it. They'll give you the keys to the puzzle. When they said, when he said it was going to be out four to six weeks in the press conference today, he said, well, DJ Williams got to step up. First name out of his mouth. He said, these going to be an important two weeks for him. There's going to be some important weeks for him. Coach and staff know. They know that, that, that who, who, who can be the bell cow. But back to the game. Yeah. <laughs> back to the game. Florida. I mean, there's so much more I can say about this game that I'm not. But four turnovers from all. Defense calls four turnovers. Yeah. You got four turnovers, and all on four turnovers, you know, now Derrick Brown, top heavy, should have had a fat man touchdown. Beast. Should have had a fat man touchdown. But you cannot. The man is six foot five, three hundred and twenty nine pounds. Beat him up behind that. No, but the thing. No, is, I'm not beating him up no, behind behind no, that. But I mean, and, and then granted, another situation uh, was when Seth Williams was running wide open, and Bo led him overthrew. Yeah. I mean, you you left 14, 17 points out there. And Florida left some points out there, too. But I'm just saying, like. But not as you know, much as Auburn, though. But uh, Tuck had a message to Auburn fan. Here's my message to you. All year long, I heard preseason. They're going to be 3-3 three and three after six games. They're going to be 2-4. and four. All Right. You 5-1 and one with everything you control in front of you. Now, nobody expecting you to go sweep LSU, sweep Georgia, sweep Alabama. That's not what I'm saying, but I'm saying is that you got to look at it in perspective. You All got, is nowhere you got, near you got a true, <laughs> You got a true freshman quarterback, okay? And you're 5-1, and one, and you're still the top 12 in the country. And you got a salty-ass defense, mm-hmm. okay? Just lean on them, try to get some things worked out, and try to be moving forward. You're 5-1. and one. Enjoy being 5-1. and one. Gators, congratulations. Happy for you. Not for real, but your I'm consolation, glad you did. Your consolation prize is you get to go to Death Valley this weekend. But you know what? And one other thing, though, Dan Mullen, you need to watch your mouth. He don't know how to. You know, like, you know, your, 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 your shit was calculated. You know what I'm saying? You're going to calculate and say, oh, you know, we got to get these dirty plays out of the game. And then when you saw the film, you still didn't, you still still didn't, didn't backtrack. You still didn't cop to Backtrack it. Backtracked a little bit. They had a nerd to say if it was the NFL, it still would have been a foul. How about you talk about your player That's dragging down the defensive end to hurt, to, to hurt him? <laughs> that Marlon, was all on you. Marlon Davidson and Trask have had a heart-to-heart. They're fine. They're good. And, then and you go. still sitting up here talking about dirty, and I'm not sure this. Dan Mullen. He been in the SEC for a while. You already know you you know we all know his we all know his history. We did we did not play a good game. It we did not clean. play a good game. It, it wasn't was clean, clean enough. It was a slug fest back and forth. And Florida made a few more plays than what we made. They deserved to win the game. We didn't do we didn't take advantage of the opportunities that we had. And when there was times we should have kicked field goals, there were times we should have done some right. other things that we didn't do. I give them credit for the win. All is not lost. And you know, I told y'all I was going to be a little salty this week. If you don't like it, I'm sorry. But <laughs> on a different note, man, talk to me. I didn't hear nobody talking to me after Texas A&M. No. I didn't hear nobody talking to me after Oregon. And you weren't going to. You know, it's just real, real ironic to me how all of a sudden, here come boom. Here come all this and all that all in my inbox. I'm like, I don't even talk like that. When I... When Alabama lose or when one of my rivals lose, you I, I'm not the person that put memes on Facebook or memes on Twitter or anything like that or even say anything about it. But all of a sudden, I hear people talking about his acne, his 17-year-old self. Well, Rick Carley, if you don't know who Rick Carley is, listen to this broadcast, and Kevin Skarbinski, a local columnist, was just like, if you got to trash an 18-year-old, you need to go get a life. Go get a life. I can take the little memes about Auburn losing. I don't care about that kind of stuff. But it's like some of y'all take the stuff a little bit too far, man. End of the day, the man, the man was a true freshman, played in the swamp. He made mistakes. Y'all still had every opportunity to still win the game. And we didn't. Even with the mistakes. It's not the end of the world. And for everybody coming out the woodworks talking crap, and you know who you are because you've been in my DMs, and I hope you hear this damn podcast because you came in my DMs Mm -hmm. talking Mm -hmm. about this, that, that, and this, the most overhyped Mm -hmm. QB school. Mm -hmm. If you want to talk 
crap to me. Mm-hmm. Talk crap to me when we win it. Don't come out the woodworks when we losing. Because After I didn't say nothing. The fact that when some of y'all were losing and getting your butt whooped, but I now you want to come out and talk. Is to that me. is that what we call front running? Is, oh, it's very much. Is, front that, is running. that what we call front running? Now look, you want to talk football to me? Cool. Talk football to me. Let's talk it. But don't come at me with the personal jabs and then the personal stuff. You know what I'm saying? Like you need to go get a life. So, end of the day, man, it was a solid game. It lived up to the hype because a lot of people was upset saying, oh, it was a defensive battle. The score stayed the same. I mean, what y'all did, what did y'all expect? I mean, it was a great game, man. It was a great atmosphere. And, you know, Florida pulled out the victory. Auburn got a whole bunch to look forward to moving forward. They got a whole schedule in front so of them. So, we got to find another starting running back because Booby didn't got hurt. Yeah. You got, you know. Booby. I'm, I'm, in the words of Gus Booby, I'm I'm sure y'all y'all can get creative. Y'all will get creative in the running game. Y'all will get creative in the running game. But as we move forward, Florida, salute you. You know your consolation prize is you get to go deal with Joe Burrow. Now <laughs> it's time for the segment of the week. Well, some people just have to learn a lesson. It's time for the plead the fifth segment. Ben, the floor is yours. Well, you know, I saw something probably about two, three weeks ago from this certain fan base, and they said, hey, will the Canes lose another game? It's highly unlikely. They are the cream de la creme in the coastal division. This has been two years in a row they have been favored to win the coast. Hell, matter of fact, Go back to when they put, when we put them in the ACC. That was the whole purpose in us putting them over there in the coastal. But clearly, the love affair for Mister Manny Diaz has ran out because the Virginia Tech Hokies. Yeah, that's right. The same Virginia Tech Hokies who just got the brakes beat off of them by Duke. Duke. That's right. I said it. Duke. And then we are talking about football, not basketball. Miami decided they wanted to play them because it was on the schedule. And Lord and behold, look at the score. It was 21 nothing in the first quarter. It was 28-7 to at halftime. Hurricanes, just, you know what, just understand. I don't know about y'all, but that program – it's going to take a while for it to get to be revitalized. And Mr. Jaron Williams, the one we gave so much credit to after the Florida game because he played a tough game. Well, homie threw three picks. Defense looked bad. And Canes fans, y'all, this is about that time of the year. It's October. It's about time for y'all to go on, on back in y'all hole and hope for next year because y'all are the kings of we got it next year. So, Hurricane fans, I'm going to be a little light on you because I already know what's going to happen in November. So, I'm going to be a little light on you. But just please, just enjoy the ride that is Manny Diaz and shit the fuck up. And don't say shit at all. Just plead the fifth. One, two, three, four, five. Yeah. Aaron, I'm sorry. I know we normally don't mirror with the piss poor award. But they had to get it. I'm sorry. They had to get it, brother. They had to get it. Moving along. This week we got, oh my God. If you are a college football fan, I don't care if you, I don't care who you root for. Right. Bama, Auburn, Florida, Florida State, Cl- I don't care who you root for. Right. This Saturday, this slate, man. What you looking for? Ooh. All the time slots are full. So, so tell all your women, tell all your old ladies, look here, man. Just give me this day. Just give it to me. Because I'm finna be sitting right here drinking beer, my favorite alcoholic beverage, wings or burgers, whatever you prefer, and I'm watching football all day. All day. Well, let's get into it. Let's start with, on Friday night, we got Virginia <laughs> and uh, Plead the Fifth Champions, Miami, Florida. Go ahead and just put them deep, deep down hold in their hole. Hold on, hold on, hold on. <laughs> We're not gonna do that yet. We're not gonna do that. We're not. Actually, you got we got some games Thursday night too. Who we got? Actually, we got a game tomorrow night. We got Appalachia State at ULL. 
Damn. Then on Thursday, we got Syracuse at North Carolina State. Okay. But anyway, we're not going that game. We ain't worried about that. We're going to start uh, on Friday. We're going to go with UVA at Miami. Miami is a two-point favorite. How? I don't make the line being I just report that. <laughs> what? What? What Miami team? Have they not been watching Virginia? I mean, even against Notre Dame, Virginia held their own. Like I said, I don't report. Uh, the, I don't make the lines. I just report. What a game at? Maybe, maybe that. Maybe that's the game the is at Miami. They ain't even got no home fans. The damn stadium an hour away from the school. They got some home fans. <laughs> Miami folks love Miami Hurricanes. <laughs> when they winning, <laughs> they don't love them right now. Some of them do. Some of them do. Just depends on who you talk. I mean, we're, we're talking. What he said it was a two point spread. Yeah. yeah. I mean that that's a push. I mean, like I said, home field give give you six points. Well, but I'm uh, gonna start mine off. Give me Virginia. I'll take. I'll take Miami, man. Oh God. I guess you must know something I don't know. It's Nicole Perry starting because if if if, if William bring his hands back out there again, so who you got, Ben? Give me VA. I'm not. I'm not even. I'm not even going there. Give me VA. All right. <laughs> Next game up is uh, Colorado at Oregon. Mm. Oregon is a twenty-one point favorite. They won't cover. I'm, 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 I'm gonna take Colorado to, to cover the spread. Okay, G- give lose by less than twenty-one. I take that too. Give me Colorado to cover the spread. Yeah, it's it's because Mel Tucker's done a fabulous job with Colorado. Uh, yeah, Oregon will win, but it's not gonna be by twenty-one points. Okay. Well, let's that's the Friday night game. So let's go ahead, and I know this is. No, we're going to come back to this one. We're going to come back to that one. Right. Where you want to go? It don't matter. You can leave there. It's fine. Well, we just go in order of the, of the games that they come up. Oh, okay. So at the time slot. Let me in. Let me in. Starting at 11 o'clock, we got the <clears throat> Red River rivalry. Oh, well, we already. I think I think after that last segment, I think mm-hmm. it's clear who we're all going with on this show. <laughs> the line open at Oklahoma minus three and a half. Now it's Oklahoma minus 11. Give me y'all, uh, Oklahoma. Look, I'm I'm pissed at this little Texas dude. So <laughs> give, me g- g- give me Oklahoma. Yeah, I, I, same thing. I think Jalen's on a mission. I think he's focused now, especially after the Kansas fiasco. After them playing and coming out real slow, uh, I think. I I mean, this is going to be a closer game. We all we always. Think the the team that was going to win always ends up losing, but I, this time I think with Jalen to him Oklahoma, uh, give me Oklahoma big. Now this game, this next game, I have nothing to say, so I'm going to be quiet about it. Uh, I'm not going to say a word. This this game is all on this other side of the room. Go to locks. Come, come, come. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Calm down, calm down. That was on me. Calm down, calm down. Oh, my bad. I'm sorry. Florida State at Clemson. Florida State is a 27 and a half point You disrespectful mother. Let me man. I don't, you know what? Let me take a sip. Kind of low, Ben. Got a lot of points. It's four touchdowns, Ben. I truly sometimes I know we I know we feed off Vegas. I know Vegas sometimes give. I know they say Vegas know it, man. Vegas know something. Maybe, maybe look right now, y'all don't know shit. Because if you sitting around here and think we about to go in Death Valley and goddamn get housed by four touchdowns, man, you don't lost your damn mind. Let me t- Cam Akers is the best running back in the ACC. Feed him. Stop. Yes. He's better than ETN? Yes. Okay. I get it. I get Look it. at the numbers. I get the argument. Now, now, old buddy might got better. Might got a little. Mike got. Oh, shut up. Shut up, phone. I, I know I said cam makers. Anyway. <laughs> my Google. My hold Google on, decided to on, wake hold up. On, hold on, audience. Stop. Stop. <laughs> hold on. Hold on, audience. This man said cam Akers and his phone turned right on. And my, <laughs> my, Google, my Google assistant pop up. Bruh. And it, that, that, <laughs> that phone is Florida State program. <laughs> Anything Florida State, it answers. <laughs> Google Assistant was hot. Anyway, first of all, have you not seen the nastiness on our D-line with Dirt and Big Coop and Maul, who right now is pro football focuses top-rated player in the nation? Go look it up. 
Yes, he is. I don't know why they got him that way, but hey, Big Ma been doing this thing. Go to Lost Man. We coming. The Levitt effect is in full effect. Yeah, I know. I know. I know Barnett, Barnett just sitting back, just enjoying all of this fruitfulness while he holding on. But anyway, all, all jokes aside, all I want my Seminoles to do is just come out here and just do y'all thing, man. If you continue to do what you've been doing all season, then we will continue to get the rewards that we need to get. Okay, and that so. is a victory in Death Valley. Okay. They said this in 13 when we had a freshman quarterback in Jameis Winston, and they had all world players. It was their year to win, and we shocked the world, and we're going to do this shit again. Okay, so who you got? And I need a skull from you since you talking so much about this game. Give me Florida State. <laughs> 34. 34. What the? We've been averaging 30 plus all season. Okay, 34 to what? 34 to 31. Okay. At me. If you think I ain't faithful to my score, at me. If you think I ain't gonna pick my score, at me. Okay. I am DJ my, my pick is my pick is Clemson. Chuck. <laughs> No confidence. <laughs> I don't. Hey Ben, it's not gonna get no better. Um, <laughs> I just wanted to. <laughs> ben, Ben, let me tell you, Clemson, Clemson is you know struggling just a tinge. All right, I'm not gonna give them saying they're gonna be world beaters, but they had a they had a week off. Um, they mad. They dropped in the poll. Right. So this is what I'm going to say. That's a, what happened last year. You were talking about so they're not going. They're not going to beat us by. You said that they're not going to beat us by four touchdowns. Okay, excuse me. Hold on one second. I'm sorry to interrupt. Why are we doing all this goddamn philosophizing about? Oh my this bad. Hey, about this damn game. <laughs> oh my bad. I try to make Ben feel better. Clemson by at least thirty. All right, thank yeah. you. We got other games to get to. You know what? You know what? See, see, people. See, you. You know your co-host just. You know. I'm not. But but mm. Tucker finna go into a long explanation. I'm like Tuck. We already heard a 15-minute explanation from, from, from the other one. Like, we don't need – just tell me what you're feeling. Scary Terry, just do your job. Okay. Just Michigan State job. at Wisconsin. Michigan State is a 11-point underdog. I got Wisconsin. Give me Wisconsin. Same, but I think it's going to be a little closer. So, you got Michigan State covering the spread. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, Alabama, Texas A&M. Alabama is hmm, a 17-point favorite. Oh, they are 17-point <sighs> Give me Bama in this, but I'm going to hold my peace on that. I told you about all this personal stuff on this podcast. I told you about all that personal. I told you about all that personal stuff on this podcast, didn't I? I, 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 I got Bama, but I think they'll, I mean, I think they'll beat them more than by 17. But, hey, okay, we'll see. I got Texas A&M playing well at first, but I got Bama pulling away in the end. I don't believe in killing mud. I didn't say I believe in Kellen Mun. <laughs> okay, let's, let's get that straight right now. Don't don't dare put them words in my mouth <laughs> at all, all. Moving down a little bit, we got some traditional games going on. We got uh, USC at Notre Dame, six thirty p.m. on ABC, mm-hmm. and we got the line is Notre Dame by eleven. The game is at Notre Dame. Give me Notre Dame. Give me USC to cover the spread. Okay. Maybe not the win, but I think they'll cover the 11. And I'm probably going to be 100% wrong. It's in South Bend, right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah I'll take Notre Dame. Um, they'll, they'll, the USC will keep it close at first, but uh, Notre Dame will pull out the end. Okay. Next game on the docket is Penn State at Iowa. Penn State looking good right now, man. I mean, it look like they ain't missing McSorley at all. I ain't gonna say all that. I mean, I'm just saying it. Like, I mean, I mean, I, mean, I know, look, I, mean, know they, they I know it was pretty. I know it was Purdue. I'm Penn State is a three and a half point favorite, and the game is at Iowa. This is one of them games where at I think it's McKinnick Stadium. I think it's Iowa Stadium. That's that's it's one of oh. the games where Iowa just stands up to me. Oh, that's so the one with the boy. That's the one with the boy be up in the yeah the children's hospital. The children's hospital. Gotcha, yeah, gotcha, gotcha. give give me Iowa. Just I'm just gonna roll with the upset because I, Iowa does this once a year to somebody. <laughs> 
Okay, especially when they play at home. So I just gonna pick him this week. Okay, I'm I'm gonna take Penn State because because Franklin looks like he's finally slowly getting it together. So give me Franklin and Penn State. Okay. Uh, yeah, I'll, I'll do the same. I'll take Penn State. Um, it might be. I think it probably a route. You know, yeah. I I would like I said, the only thing they got is those kids that's in the first quarter. Boy, you so stupid. So last but not least, where the drunkards are gonna be roaming, yeah. where a neck is gonna be played, mm, and the stuff mm, that they say mm, I cannot mm, say on the air. Mm, mm, mm. It's gonna be rocking and rolling because they gonna be what is it? What is it? What a baton rule? What a baton rouge <laughs> down in baton rouge. And they gonna be drinking all day long, starting Wednesday night to Saturday night. Ooh, they made this a night game. Let me tell you some Baton Rouge between Baton Rouge and New Orleans on Bourbon. I tell you this: if you are a Florida Gator fan and you probably got a room in New Orleans, I would advise you, regardless of the outcome, just just don't go to Bourbon. Just just don't even, and especially not in your gear. Just don't do it. We got them LSU Tigers and mm-hmm. we got them Florida Gators down in the Bayou. LSU is now a 13 and a half point favorite. I love it. So being who you got. Trash, I mean Trask, um whatever this cast name is. You can go ahead and give me LSU and and all you Gator fans, I think that all of that oh man, our defense is this, our defense is that. You about to sit around here and deal with somebody who has turned the corner and Joe Burrow about to light y'all ass up. I'm sorry. They gonna cover. Give me LSU. They're gonna cover and they're gonna cover and then some. Tuck, who you got? All right, this is what I'm gonna say. Florida's defense is gonna keep them in the game. This is gonna be LSU's, I think, first like real, real big test as far as playing somebody against uh against someone defensively as far as uh, with the athletes. Now, LSU defense is not the LSU defense of old. So the still there. Right. So they've, they've had a lot of injuries, man. right? And they get, they're getting some people back this week. They're getting Rashad Lawrence back. They got uh, I think it's Chase. You know, I can't remember. I can't ever say that dude's name. He's a good pass rusher. Yeah, so they're getting some people back, but but I, like I said, at the end of the day, I don't think Florida will be able to do a lot of stuff with Trask. I like I'm telling you, this might be a game where Emory Jones comes in there and changes like those like a throw a curveball somewhere for Dan Mullen. His lameness, but I'm going to go for as it being in Death Valley. I'm going to go with LSU, and it's going to be a route. I'm saying that right now. When I look at this game, I look at LSU's weaknesses on defense, and I know they're strong in the back end uh, with Delpit, with Fulton, with Mr. Freshman, all American mm-hmm. back there. Like, I know that's where they're going to – Derek Stingley Jr., excuse me. You know, I know that's where they're going to probably be strong at. Uh, if they get Rashad Lawrence and them boys back on that defensive line, I think it's going to be a good game. But having to play us last week and then going down to the Swamp in the night game, man. And they line – they O-line still ain't – they O-line didn't look great last week. And then, you know, and <laughs> LSU O-line didn't look great either because Greenard and all them boys can get off too. Right. I just think, you know, it's a little bit. I think LSU has a little bit more advantage. Mm-hmm. It's a little bit. So, give me LSU. That's who I got. So, well, uh, we tried to do a little small summary for y'all and, and, you know, keep the time down a little bit because we plan on doing some other things during the week coming up, especially as the college football playoff gets going. And this week, we're going to have a whole lot to talk about. So, it's like we got a lot of stuff to talk about, man. You know, we appreciate y'all rocking with us, man. And, uh, I just want to say to all the people out there, thank y'all for rocking with us. Y'all know who you are. Hey, all I'm asking, all my regulars, tell five people, and, send and, them the show, and please and please understand. I'm, I'm gonna go ahead since we got a little couple little seconds left. Go ahead, sir. I'm gonna go ahead and talk just for one more second. What? I'm gonna talk just for one more second. What? Go to locks. Oh my sweet. We on your ass, brother. We on your ass, brother. I'm telling y'all, man. Y'all not understanding the confidence that I am feeling right now, dog. Tuck, did we not hear this last year? No, no, no. Last year, I did not do this. Last year, I did not do I was there last year. Trust me. That was. That, you could just gave me that. Money. I was. 
I'm the shit. I was spend, broke. You just spend, gave me that money. Spent three hundred damn dollars on the Motel Six, but that's beside the point. <laughs> that's beside that beside the point, man. But I just decide, man. I am DJ Double Dose, man. This is what it's all about. We've been building up to this, man. And this weekend, right here, if you love college football and you enjoy the show, and you just and you just a fan, man, regardless of who you root for, this is one of those weekends where you're gonna sit back and it's gonna be good football on. The entire day, so just plan accordingly, and you ne- and just enjoy. And you never know. Keep a keep up. Make sure y'all have the notifications on for down for the uh, down south football podcast on Facebook, or whatever. You never know. We just might pop up and do a Facebook live through one of the games. You just never know. Yes. So you know, all our loyal fans, man, we appreciate y'all. We appreciate everything y'all do. We appreciate some of y'all been been uh been telling people about the show and being pointed out to me last week. We international. Oh, we international, baby. We got some international listeners. Somebody, somebody from Argentina, listen. The Argentina, listen. Now, I don't know. I don't know that they stumbled upon it or not. But hey, they you, listen. You hit click and you, you hit play. Thing. You listen. <laughs> so hey, at the end of the day, hey, listen again, Argentina folk. Listen again. <laughs> but yeah, we just need y'all help, man. We're gonna continue to grow this thing, man. Because y'all know, in the end, we are just lovers of college football. We do this out of love and. Just hope you know we continue to see it grow. But hey, our core audience, we need y'all, man. We need y'all if y'all like us, because I know y'all like us, because y'all argue with us every week as soon as the show come out. So you know, tell 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 another friend, tell another friend, man. Get get some more listeners in here, and we appreciate everything y'all do for us, man. Like I said, y'all want to hit us up. My Twitter handle is at Renard D Williams. And once again, uh, on a serious note, thank you guys for the people that continue to reach out to me, and uh, I keep hearing about some family members. People that uh, some of the listeners have reached out and said, "Hey, I got a family member, or I got a cousin, or mm-hmm. I got you know." It's always six degrees of separation. Who's who's gone through the kidney transplant process? You know, it's it's a lot uh, right now. So we're just dealing with it, man. Thankful, blessed. The kidney's doing well because I know a lot of y'all asked. The kidney is doing well. I'm healing. I'm trying to get better, but it's it's going to be a longer process than what I thought it was going to be. But hey. I appreciate y'all. I appreciate your prayers. Appreciate everything, man. I'm gonna continue to rock with y'all. College football is, is helping me heal. Definitely. So we got it. We got to let our guest, you know, get his, get his, all his thirty five, uh, thirty five affiliations. Told in. he got, he got, he got a million jobs. He got more than one. Just call me the Steve Harvey of this <laughs> of this podcast game. Uh, but yeah, y'all can follow my personal Twitter handle at Chauncey Tuck. And uh, at it's on IG is the same. Also follow the Highway Twenty Two East podcast, uh, uh, and then also follow Mayo and Tuck on Facebook, Twitter, and IG. Also, make sure I tell all this to all y'all. Make sure you have liked the DSL podcast page because if you don't like it, you don't automatically get the notifications when we release stuff. So you know, and we, follow us on Twitter too. And follow us on Twitter. We send it out. We send it out every week. All of it. And we still got some YouTube stuff coming because the YouTube stuff is gonna be fun. I'm just gonna tell y'all that right now. It's gonna be yeah. Funny it's gonna be fun because it's gonna be it's live gonna be real animated, right? So because y'all, y'all really think that I be in here just acting a fool? No, I really no, be no, acting don't have fool. your kids around because yeah, I'm, I'm, it's gonna be some work. Anyway, <laughs> we need y'all just to like the page, man. Continue to promote us, man. We got some people that are interested in us. We got some things coming. So. Just continue to rock with us, man, and we're we going to continue to do what we do. We love college football, man, and we love bringing it to you every week. So, And y'all know how to reach me, man. I am DJ Double Dose, man. LSU. Look, 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 look. LSU. Don't you say it. No. Oh. Never. Just handle your business, you. man. Just handle your business. Joe Burrow, man, just keep doing what you do. LSU, handle your business, man. I am DJ Double Dose. And like Renard said, you can reach us at DSL Podcast on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook, man. And we out of here, man. How about y'all next week, man? Oh.